welcome to Pegging Coffee Talk. Here are your hosts, Oswin and Lord Knight. So today we've got a topic, spirit energy versus the soul. So I guess we're looking at the uh, the differences between spirit energy. What is soul? Well, there's a lot of times in the pagan community we seem to put one word in for the other a lot of times. Right. Right. <laughs> so, I, so I'd like to try to define these a little bit better so we understand. Let's see. Spirit energy, I think, is easier. So let's start there. Spirit energy is when the... Four elements, earth, air, fire, and water come together. They create, anybody? Spirit. Spirit. And I was waiting for you to say Captain Planet. (laughs) That might be a generational joke. (laughs) (laughs) But again, no, it, it creates spirit energy. Spirit energy exists in anything that is alive. From a single cell amoeba all the way up to a whale. Even aliens, uh, if it's alive, it has. We we believe it has spirit energy. Okay, so um, but that's including things like grass and trees as well, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Everything from a single cell animal all the way up, or right. single cell alive thing all the way up to, which includes trees and leaves and all that. Okay. You know, uh, we've talked about this in the initiation that we use up life force energy when we do certain rituals and certain magics. Right. All right. And replacing that energy is hard. It takes time and effort. Uh, It's kind of like getting drunk. It takes a while to get past the hangover unless you drink enough water. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Ahead of time. Um Again, the same concept there is when you use up a bunch of life force energy, it takes a little time to build it back up. And we gain it through eating certain foods. Uh, The closer to raw, the better. The thought there is that there's more spirit energy in a raw carrot versus a cooked carrot. Right. That there's certain vitamins and minerals in there, but there's also life force energy. Makes sense? Yeah. The thought there is just because you're alive and you got just because something's alive and it has spirit energy does not necessarily mean it has a soul. All right. That's going to be confusing for some. I know. (laughs) Just because something's alive does not necessarily mean it has a soul. Just because something has a soul doesn't necessarily mean it's alive. Do what? Just because it's not alive does not mean it can't contain a soul. Um, explain. Well, first of all, you got to understand what a soul is. A soul, we believe that, that a soul is pure energy, pure thought. Right. That's it. It has no physical form like we think of. Again, if you're watching, if you've ever watched SG one, uh, Babylon 5, uh, where you have this alien race that has gotten to a certain point in their evolution to where they can now exist as pure energy. Make sense? Yeah. That's a soul. Okay. A soul is pure energy. Okay, but you just said energy, so... Yes. How is that different from spirit uh, energy? Spirit energy... Think of spirit energy as like... Gasoline is what we use to run on. 
It's the natural fuel of the soul. Okay. All right. So in other words, in the afterlife or the realm in which souls really exist as just souls, Mm -hmm. there's spirit energy and it absorbs that to live off of. Like we absorb food and oxygen and all this. Okay, like, so could, could we not just say that souls are spirit energy? Well, souls aren't. Spirit energy has really no thought to it. Does okay. Yeah. It's just energy. It's like electricity. It don't really have a personality or anything. It's just electricity. Spirit energy is the same way. Okay. It's just energy. The soul actually has thought. The soul actually has thought. Okay. That's why we say they're both their thought, their energy and thought. All right. Make sense? Yep. Now, if we think of the spirit realm like an ocean, okay? Mm-hmm. The older and the more wheel a soul has, the more it can hold on to itself in this realm. All right. So think about this as being like icebergs in an ocean. All right. right. These these icebergs, these big lumbering icebergs that float around, these are older souls that have enough will and experience to hold on and have a sense of themselves over there. Those that don't or have psychological issues here then travel over. So we take like the idea of um, Joan of Arc. Now, I don't know if you remember, but back in the day when they were all, everybody was doing the past life stuff. Uh-huh. You remember that? Yeah. And there was a bunch of people doing their past lives. Okay. And, and, and these same people kept on popping up going, well, I was Joan of Arc in a past life. You yeah. Know, that was it, a quite a popular thing. Right. I mean, it was a running joke. Everybody was, you know, the, n- nobody was a bar slut. They were all Joan of Arc. Right. <laughs> nobody was ever anything other than somebody famous or something i don't know Um, it's like you can't all be joan of arc right or can they what if what if let's say for example joan of arc soul for some reason lost its sense of will right Uh its sense of itself that when she died and crossed over that all her memories and stuff just completely melted her iceberg or her little ice sheet that she was and all them thoughts and stuff go back into the ocean to start being formed back again into new souls. Oh. So you might have a thousand people that have might have slight or small memories of Joan of Arc. Right. Because, again, energy cannot be destroyed or created. So if that energy breaks down, it's got to go somewhere. Right. It's just going to get reabsorbed. It's going to get reabsorbed. That means those memories will get attached, which also might mean that a new soul might suddenly have this wonderful obsession about Joan of Arc. Okay. All right. I'm just saying. (laughs) I mean, because we already know, and we've already used the example, we've used the example before that we believe that some knowledge from one lifetime to another can be transferred. Right. right? So, so someone who 
can play an instrument, suddenly sing, uh, do electronics, whatever. Even computer program out of right. nowhere. Right. It seems to have an easy, oh, they just learned it like it was, you know, like like a fish to water. <laughs> <laughs> right. We believe that this is because you did this same thing or really close to it in previous lives. In other words, for the past three lifetimes, you might be playing piano, hence the reason in this one, you're just like, oh, I recognize this, ba da 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 Right. <laughs> but again, we're, we're still talking about a soul. And a soul, let's, th- let's say a soul is a six-dimensional creature that has no concept of what time or space is. Right. That it travels via pure thought. If it wants to be in Egypt, it is in Egypt, for lack of better wording. It is in where it wants to be when it thinks of it. Okay. All right. Kind of like astral travel. When you're astral traveling, you actually just perceive where you want to go when you're there. Right. Same concept. Okay. So you take this being that isn't used to this stuff and then you shove it into this uh, meat suit. And if we're looking at the meat suit as a, a as a um, space suit, protective gear, mm-hmm. that allows that soul that, because this is not the soul's normal or um, natural habitat. Right. This world, I believe, is toxic to souls. Right. We covered that. Previously, we covered that previous that it's toxic, so it has to be in a body. Now, any arguments about anything I'm saying here so far? That, um, I don't think so. It's, I I have another question, but okay. Um, well, it it was regarding souls breaking down, uh, in their natural habitat. That that leads to, um, the thought that new souls can be created. Yes. So we're not all just the same souls floating around. Over and over. No. It's not just... There are new ones being created, so as the population grows... The number of souls grow. Okay. Because we talked about in um, reincarnation cycles, you know, that we believe, you know, you might start off as a a amoeba and have to work yourself through the animal kingdom. Right then eventually become a human and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) This still ain't gone away. We still believe the same thing. Okay. All right. The only difference is, is all I'm saying is those who have really, really low or psychological problems from over here can cause that soul when it goes to the other side, not to transfer well back to its natural habitat. Okay. Does that make sense? Right. Think about it like this. Think about it like diving. You know, you dive so deep, you have to come back up slowly. If you don't, you can get the bends. Right. So the same thing there. Okay. All right. That that something goes wrong in this process. And for some reason, souls go that some souls go to the other side and yes, just fall apart and become water again to be reformed into a, maybe a snowflake. Mm-hmm. Something that starts out kind of weak and barely can hang on to itself, but over the time it starts to build more ice up around itself and more ice up around itself so it's not so gentle anymore. (laughs) Right. Basically, it goes through that whole learning process of 
learning how to be strong and well, again, we talk a lot about, you know, looking to nature for answers. I don't believe that the cycles that we see in nature about people, you know, growing, learning and all this goes away just because you go into the realm of the souls. Okay. Does that make sense that the mm-hmm. that the same process going on there is going on here? Because to a certain degree, I believe that this world was created to force souls to evolve. Mm. Okay. Yeah. In other words, that whole entire process of coming here and back over and over again is to force growth of souls gotcha. for them to gain experience, to learn more. Okay. So now the question now with all this said, and we're talking about souls having energy. Now we already know certain energies on the human body is not very helpful. Right. <laughs> You know, radiation radiation tears us all to pieces, right? Sure it does. <laughs> all right. Well, I believe that certain energies of the souls can actually damage the body if it's not built correctly. Okay. Can cause, can cause issues and psychological problems and emotional problems and also physical problems. Because my belief is, is if the soul's too strong and they try to merge with a baby that might mm-hmm. be too weak that 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 energy could actually cause stillbirths by accident not meaning to but because this is my body this is the next incarnation i'm doing and the body's not good enough all right well question on that do you think that that could be a reason why we haven't had any significant figureheads you see, recently I'm, I'm, I'm beginning to think so because it's been a while since we've had a Christ figure or a Buddha figure, you know, or a Muhammad figure. Right. The earth. One of these people that really come around and bring something new to the table. Right. I think we need stronger souls, but I don't think our bodies are strong enough. I think so. So so what, what would make the body strong enough? Better genetics. Oh, okay. How do we do that? All right. Well, again, the concept works like this. And again, you got to remember, we us old guards do not like inconsistencies. <laughs> All right. There was a lady during right before World War II that came out with this whole entire spiritual theory that the Aryan race was the pentacle of evolution. I think her bias. Now, again. When we receive messages, our bias often colors the information we get, and we have to be aware of that. And I believe this woman allowed her prejudice to color this information she got. And because she was said she was being told that the Aryan race was just already superior to everything else. I don't think that was the whole message. I think that was the message she told, you know, the people of Hitler and all that. And they started their reign of terror. But I think what the real message was that all the races of the world, all the Hispanics, all the Asians, all the people from Africa, all the Aryan race were already maxed out genetically in the way that they are. At that particular time in history. At that particular time in history. Okay. Because I believe what the gods did to speed up or to help speed up genetic differences, Mm -hmm. or should I say genetic Evolution that mm-hmm. they sent certain people off 
that had certain genetic markers one way. They made the uh, the another tribe break up with certain genetic tra- traits to go over in this area. And this is how we wound up with the, you know, the Africans and the Asians and the Hispanics and blah, blah, blah. Make sense? Okay. Because, again, if you couple smaller groups of genetic people, they'll go through that crucible faster. Right, right. You know, genetic diversity, the whole nine yards. Mm. So my thought is, is especially here in the United States, I keep on seeing more and more people who are technically others. And when you say others. I mean, our heritage is a little muddled. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, so it would be like on the census, where, you know, where it says right. check your, you know, your race and there's right. an other. Right. I, I think more and more people in the United States needs to start checking other. Okay. Because nobody, anybody who's lived in America who hasn't just gotten here, right? Mm-hmm. If you're not a new immigrant to the United States, more than likely, you ain't pure blood nothing. Right. Normally, by this, what, second generation in the United States, most people have somewhere in there, have someone in their family that has married somebody of a different race. Right. So we have race or nationality nationality, right. So we have more others here, even when we're looking at just like people from Europe. Mm -hmm. All right. When we first came over, you could be Irish. You could be Italian. Right. 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 I'm sorry. In my family tree, what were German, Jewish, Australian, I think there might even be a little bit of sheepdog in there. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) But technically, I should be marking myself as an other. Right. And I think that needs to happen more and more here in the United States. The United States needs to become a country of others. All right. So so how does does this affect the soul and having the body? Well, I think what it is is if if you can imagine... A person being born who has the best genetics of all the races, right? Uh-huh. I think this would be a superior body to house a superior soul. If this person, the person that we are talking about genetically, would literally take one of them tests and it would show them equally from everywhere around the world. Okay. All right. I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about. All right. So think about this. There are people that live up in the Andes that can survive on low oxygen compared to the rest of us. Right. There's a slight genetic change in them. They can process air a whole lot better than we can, oxygen a whole lot better than we can. Mm -hmm. All right. This is genetic. It's nothing they've done. It's no practice. This is completely genetic. There are also people in the tropics who dive for oysters. Mm hmm. They have a higher lung capacity than the average person. Okay, yeah. Where they can dive deep. Imagine these two these two different types of people having a kid together, where they get the genetic uh, processing of the people up in the Andes to process oxygen better, more efficiently, mm-hmm. along with a person that has a bigger lung capacity. Oh wow! Think about okay. that for a second. Yeah. Do you see? Do you see what I'm saying? All right, just like sickle cell in most people from Africa. All right. right. What if that's not 
a death sentence like we think it is. And it's not a disease that there is a person that is being born in China right now that has the genetics to make that sickle cell into a more efficient cell that can take even more oxygen and minerals and energy to your muscles. Right. Think about that for a second. That means that this cell could possibly take more energy to the brain that allows it to house more knowledge of the soul. All right. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. That if we want these higher souls, we need to bring people of the world where when they get together, where it is literally you are just from Earth. Does that make sense? Right. Again, if you're genetically tested there, it's going to show you you're going to get that piece of paper back. It's not going to say, well, you're 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 African, you're Sub-Saharan Africa, you're, you know, <laughs> Venezuelan. <laughs> right. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? You're it was just lit- a little hodgepodge of everything. You, literally that the Heinz 57. And again, our genetics and what we know about genetics prove this to be right. Dogs that we refer to as mutts mm-hmm. who are Heinz 57 of all of them have less physical things wrong to them compared to a pure breed like our dog. Mm, True. Do do you see what I'm saying? Right. The mutt's better. It's healthier. It's stronger. It's more agile. It has less medical problems. Am I making sense there? Yeah. So this is not anything that's going to happen probably in our lifetime or, you know, the generation coming up behind us. It's probably not even going to happen in their lifetime. It's this is a long way out, but it's a it's a long way out, but it's not as far as we think. Think of how many people you know. All right, seriously, think about that. How many people do you know that are of a mixed race or multiple mixed races? Right. I mean, think about it. There are more and more of those here in the United States. Very true. All right. Unfortunately, yes, because of the regular political climate and stuff, everybody wants to see themselves as separate. But I believe that there are people out there that are technically others, but because they happen to be able to pass for this race or that race, that's what they put down. Right. So in other words, if I'm a mixed race and I have enough uh, African in me to where in the world I can put down, hey, well, I'm an American black, whatever they call it now. Right. When they're really not. I think there are some people that claim to be Hispanic when they're really not. They're Hispanic and Asian or Hispanic and Asian and German. Right. (laughs) Does that make sense? Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that's where the problem is. I think if we looked at the census and got people to really put down what in the world they were, you would see that the United States is more other than compared to all the other countries. Right. Well, I mean, to yeah. do that, you're going to have to get people to take genetic tests. Yes, then. Or to be, you know, 100% correct on, or 100% on their senses and stuff like that. But again, if you go to Germany and you test all these people, the majority of these people in Germany are going to show up from Germany on a map genetically. Okay. Just like if you go to China, then start testing these people. All these people are going to show is that they're from China. Because there's more there than anywhere else. Again, the United States is the only place where I've seen where we've made a the whole entire melting pot. 
which is not just genetics, is culture, is everything. Everything merging together as one. Right. To a certain extent. You know, I realize that there are some concepts and stuff there politically and stuff like that that are poses each other. But I, I really do believe that we will eventually figure it out. <laughs> Lord, I hope so. But I, again, I don't think we were ever meant to stay. Yet, you know what I'm saying? Separate stay races. separate. Yeah. Right. And I, and I really don't like using the word races because there aren't races in my head. They're just bodies and souls. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. We're all really just one race of people, people. with a human race of people. Right. Because, right. again, if if we were different races or different species, I don't think we would be able to have babies with one another. You know? Um, well, um, species, yes. Um, well, but, I mean, like, like if you... A tiger and a lion are genetically far enough away from one another that if they can have a kid, but that kid is a hybrid and cannot reproduce. Kind of like a donkey. Exactly. Because a donkey is a hybrid. Right. When that happens, you actually have different races. Okay. In my head, genetically speaking, if the offsprings can't have kids, you're actually of two different races or two different species and you can't mate together because your kids can't have kids. Okay. But that's not true for the human race. No, it's not. You know, all the mixed kids I know, all the mixed kids I know, yeah, they're grown. Trust me, they can have kids. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I've seen a few actually have kids. <laughs> Right, right. So, yeah, I think it's happening more and more, and just nobody's really paying attention or being honest about it. Mm. But you so think that's, that's you think that's going to get us to the point where we can have we might be able to get another religious figure to help us to grow more. Okay. You know, at least that's my hope. I could be wrong. Well, unfortunately, we're not going to see that in our lifetime. So. Maybe not, but we'll see. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another episode. Pagan Coffee Talk is brought to you by Life Temple and Seminary. Please visit us at lifetempleseminary.org for more information as well as links to our social media. Facebook, Discord, Twitter, YouTube, and Reddit. We travel down this trodden path, the maze of stone and mire. Just hold my hand as we pass by a sea of blazing pyres And so it is the end of our days So walk with me till morning breaks And so it is the end of our days So walk with me till morning